0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of Water, Wind, Wine Ministries videocast. You know, so many times in the body of Christ, we have situations that we desperately need an answer for, yet we can confess the word, we can listen to teachings, we can go to church, and we still can't find the answer or how to manifest it in our own lives. What people typically do. Is they hear a preacher preach or they buy a teaching CD or mp3 or they read a book about it or they talk to one of their friends or Christian counselors about the situation that they're in expect God to do what he did for those people or in those stories for them themselves now I'm not saying that God won't or that he can't he can and he will for sure but where people are missing it is that they don't take it personally what I mean by this is that they don't Take what they've heard from a preacher, what they've read in a book, what they've heard from a counselor or a friend, and say, hey, God, these people face this exact same situation that I'm facing, and yet they had victory and gotten an answer, and I didn't. So I need some help with this. They don't do that. And what happens when they don't do that is that the word that they've heard or that they've learned or listened to hasn't become personal for them. It's not their own. Say you're asked to a birthday party, but the person that asked you to go to the birthday party isn't the person hosting the birthday party. Say it's a person that's also invited to the birthday party. When you show up, it's sort of awkward between the host and you, and between the person who asked you and you, it's sort of awkward. Now, the host will be gracious, probably, and include you and make a way for you to be included, but they weren't counting on you. Now, I'm not saying that these things catch God off guard because they certainly don't, but what I am saying is that it's much better to be invited by the person that's throwing the party. In other words, it's much better to have God speak what you need to your heart for you and then it's yours. A really classic example of this is when Eve was in the Garden of Eve. We know that the tempter came to tempt Eve, and when he did, he asked her if God had said, "Can they?" Eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and Eve in an effort to protect herself said God said we can't eat of it and we can't touch it she exaggerated the truth in an effort to get the result that she wanted freedom from the temptation and that's exactly what we do we will add to what God said because we haven't heard it from his mouth to our ears personally I'll give you an example of this in my own life. For my entire life, I have been a member of the Word of Faith movement. If you don't know what that is, don't worry about it, just take it on faith. Anyway, one of the things that was promulgated in this movement was that you should confess the Word of God over and over and over and over and over until you see it manifest in your life. I did this for many years and I didn't see the Word of God manifesting like the people who told me to do this we're seeing God manifest in their lives. So one day I went to God and I said, okay, what's going on? And he said, that was their word for them. You can use the same verses and the same word, but it has to come alive to you. And so I didn't take it personally. God really wants to give you the right answer for the right situation in your life. So when you listen to another preacher, when you read a book, like a Christian living book or a Christian self-help book, or when you talk to your friend or a counselor and they give you their advice, the right thing to do, the the best thing to do is to take it to God and say, Lord, this is what I heard. This is what they said. Is this true? Isn't this true? What's going on? What's the truth about it? And God will open your understanding. I'll give you a for instance. One of the pastors that I really like and listen to a lot is Andrew Wamek. And he tells a story about himself when he was younger. He was saved very early and he was a member of the Baptist Church and he didn't know anything about healing or speaking in tongues or prosperity or any of that stuff. And then one night, I think when he was like 18 years old, the Lord showed up and he learned about all that stuff. And so he was so excited. He started getting teaching tapes from Kenneth Copeland who The Word of Faith movement is Kenneth Copeland's wheelhouse and he preaches on prosperity and healing and all this stuff which is fine. So Andrew Walmack started listening to all these Kenneth Copeland tapes and getting so excited that he started writing down the messages or taking back the messages to his Baptist Bible study group and they were not very well received. The people in the Bible study group were not open they were not susceptible to receiving the word of god in the same way and in the same subject matter that andrew womack was so he was rejected and he felt really really stupid and like he'd failed and he went back to god and he said what happened these words are so good they're so true they move so much in my life, why didn't they work in my Bible study?" And God said to him, it's because I gave those words to Kenneth Copeland, not to you. You didn't make them personal. You didn't take them personally. You didn't ingest them. And so I've spoken about this in a different video. And what the answer is, is that when you hear a word of God from a preacher, from a podcast, from a book from a cd or a teaching tape or from a counselor or whatever you have got to take it to god and you have to pray over it even when you read the bible you have to pray over it and you have to say lord show me what i need to do because more than likely the answer that you seek is written in this book right here because what happens is so that you understand when you say you watch joseph prince and he talks about i don't know supernatural grace and you've done something wrong and you receive forgiveness for it but you seem to not be able to walk in the grace of God even though you confess everything that Joseph Prince says to confess you confess it but you still can't get through that well what do you do you don't feel the forgiveness you don't feel the grace of God so you don't feel joy and you don't feel peace and so your heart automatically becomes hard toward God Why? Because you don't feel like you've received the answer that you sought from God. And so, what are you doing? You are actually being legalistic. You're saying, if I plug in this part of the equation, then the only answer for God is this. Now, while that's true, it has to be a personal plug-in. You have got to hear from God on your own. He has got to tell you what to do. I have a scripture that I use a lot it's actually in song of solomon um i had damaged my hair really really bad and it was burnt and short and weird looking and, and it was really bad and so i asked god it was silly i'd never heard anybody preach on this but i said lord what can i do to get my hair back and he took me to this verse in song of solomon that says it's kind of weird he said, it says you have hair long and thick as a flock of goats now i'm not sure i want the mats of a flock of goats but long and thick hair is what I wanted and so I started to speak that over my hair and supernaturally it grew and grew and grew without my doing anything to it not even cutting it because it was my own word now I have shared that word with other women who wanted their hair to grow long or thicker and it hasn't worked for them and the reason it hasn't worked for them is because they just said oh I'm gonna claim that in the name of Jesus and that was it but they didn't go to God and say Lord is this the issue because what if it wasn't the issue what if What if the reason that their hair wasn't growing long and thick was the same reason mine wasn't, because I was burning it with a curling iron? God would tell them, yes, you can speak that over your hair, but you're gonna have to make some other changes, right? So God wants you to come to Him personally when you hear something, especially when you hear something that sounds like it could be the answer to what you want in your heart, what you desire, or what you need in your situation. God wants you to take this, his word, personally. When you read it, you need to pray and ask God to show you where the answers to your particular dilemmas are. Ask him to teach you how to manifest them in your life. One of my favorite, favorite verses is Proverbs 27:7. What that is, it says that the satisfied soul tramples the honeycomb, but to the hungry soul, everything that's bitter is sweet. And I was in a really bad place in my life when I learned that verse, and God spoke that verse to my heart, and I have never forgotten it. And what I use that verse for in my particular case, and this is just incidentally, is that when you're starving, when your soul, your mind, your will, and emotions are starving and they're in need, then you'll take whatever comes down the line. And that's where I was personally, and I said to God, what is the root of this problem I'm going through? And He spoke to me, Proverbs 27, 7, and there is no way that you can me otherwise there's no way that you're gonna back me off of the truth of that verse because God spoke it to me and it changed my life and that's ultimately what we want we want eternal life which is to know God and his son that's eternal life to know God and his son so please 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 anything I say anything that you hear on another preacher's channel Anything you read in Christian self-help books, anything you read in the Bible, you need to pray over it. You need to meditate on it and you need to take it personally. This will change your life. Trust me. I'm going to wrap it up for now, but remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you.